Section 7 of Ingersoll on Which Way? From the Works of Robert G. Ingersoll, Volume 3, Lectures. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 7. Most people use names in place of arguments. They are satisfied to be disciples, followers of the illustrious dead. Each church, each party, has a list of great men, and they throw the names of these men at each other when discussing their dogmas and creeds. Men prove the inspiration of the Bible, the divinity of Christ, by the admissions of soldiers, statesmen, and kings. And in the same way, they establish the existence of heaven and hell. Dispute one of their dogmas, and you will instantly be told that Isaac Newton or Matthew Hale was on the other side, and you'll be asked whether you claim to be superior to Newton or Hale. In our own country, the ministers, to establish their absurdities, quote the opinions of Webster and of other successful politicians as though such opinions were demonstrations. Most Protestants will cheerfully admit that they are inferior in brain and genius to some men who have lived and died in the Catholic faith, that in the matter of preaching funeral sermons they are not equal to Bousset, that their letters are not as interesting and polished as those written by Pascal, that Torquemada excelled them in the genius of organization, and that for planning a massacre they would not for a moment claim the palm from Catherine de' Medici. And yet, after these admissions, the same Protestants would insist that the Pope is an unblushing impostor and the Catholic Church a vampire. The so-called great men of the world have been mistaken in many things. Lord Bacon denied the Copernican system of astronomy and believed to the day of his death that the sun and stars journeyed around this little earth. Matthew Hale was a firm believer in the existence of witches and wizards. John Wesley believed that earthquakes were caused by sin and that they could be prevented by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. John Calvin regarded murder as one of the means to preserve the purity of the gospel. Martin Luther denounced Galileo as a fool because he was opposed to the astronomy of Moses. Webster was in favor of the fugitive slave law and held the book of Job in high esteem. He wanted votes, and he knelt to the south. He wanted votes, and he flattered the church. This ends section 7.